Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. What's going on? It's your boy, John Richard. Sci-Fi everybody. It's your girl, Egyptian. We are back at it again with another week of bullshit. It feels like we haven't been here for a while. Um, yeah. But we actually was here, like, I guess, like two weeks ago. So, um, yeah, I think so. So it's more recent. So a lot of things have happened since um, we were last on air. Yes. Um, so... I don't know. It, it, it's, 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 we're everywhere and we're getting almost nowhere, if that makes sense, <laughs> in regards to society. Um, so, we can't walk, we can't have, we can't have successful walks anymore. Um, well, I know, you know, we can't have that. We have a 16 year old, uh, that just got shot and killed. Um, oh, wow. We have another killing in, I think, North Carolina that wasn't on camera. So we're everywhere with this right now. I mean, we're everywhere and nowhere. And people yep. are mad. People yep. are mad. People are fed up. So. Mm-hmm. So one of my coworkers asked me a question. Um okay. And I, talk, I spoke to somebody, one of my other homies, on Facebook in regards to it. In regards to the kind of the 16-year-old, um, mm-hmm. she had a knife and she was, you know, fighting. You, you, you've seen the video. Seen no, the video? I actually have not, actually. You haven't so seen the video? Happened? No, that ass. I really haven't. Wow. Okay. So. It just shows you how much I've been fucking working. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it kind of does. So let me let me make sure I get everything right, you know, to get the article correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, officer reports to a uh, fight. Um, the girl came out. She was in a knife, and the officer killed the girl. Sixteen year old. Yeah. Um. But but in context, right? So I think we have to look at it how how it was written, if, if that makes sense. Um, so without, I mean, literally, without further ado, kind of will kind of tell people what really happened. Um, so I know sometimes I jump around, okay? So. Excuse me. So a 16-year-old black girl was fatally shot by an officer outside her home after she called the police for help on Tuesday afternoon, according to her family. The girl has been identified as Micaiah Bryant by her aunt, Hazel Bryant. Bryant allegedly called the officers about 4.30 p.m. local time when a group of older kids threatened her with assault her aunt to Ohio State House. News Bureau reporter Andy Chappell. She did not elaborate of um, did not elaborate on the nature of the threat, so the Columbus Police Department cannot say on Tuesday whether Bryant was the one who called for assistance before she was shot. 
Brown was taken to a local hospital in critical conditions where she later died. At a Tuesday night press conference, the police, uh, excuse me, the Columbus Police Department released an edited version of the body camera video worn by the officer who shot Bryant. The police have not made a public name for that officer. The interim police chief, Michael Woods, told the officer, excuse me, told reporters that the officer will be pulled off patrol duty as the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigations look into Tuesday's shooting. So, what does that mean? So, let me get this right. So, she calls for help. She has a knife in her hand and she gets shot? It's it's, it's more different than that. So, it's a fight. She goes, she's in the house. Um, I guess, you know, it's two girls. She comes out of the house. It's unknown who made a call. Somebody, some, um, some people said that the other group girls made a phone call. But this article says that she made a phone call, right? So we, we need to get it kind of like established who made the fucking call. Release the fucking audio for one. All right. Right. Now, for two, what we're seeing in regards to the shooting is the officer. The officer's by himself at first. So let's say that. And he eliminated a threat, which was the 16-year-old girl with the knife. Right? She was attacking those two other girls. Right before she was about to stab the girl in pink, the officer let off four rounds, which then hit uh, Micaiah, then thus um, killing her. Now, the outrage arrived. Is it excessive force? What's going on? Should he have shot her in the leg? She still could have stabbed the girl. If he would have tased her, she already have her adrenaline rolling that, you know, nothing would have happened. She probably would still stabbed the girl. So the officer made a split second decision and let the rounds go. Now, what other people are saying are is, is four shots excessive. That's the argument. Mm. So now, uh, I'm a little torn. So basically, the reason why they let off the fire was because she was about to stab someone? Yep. I mean, do we have an eyewitness that actually verifies this? It's, it's on camera. So it's on camera. Yeah, got it on camera. The, um, the agency, the department, the police department, released the footage. It's on camera. Hmm. If the officer didn't shot, didn't shot Wakaya, um, then the other girl may have been, may, possible, possibility, not 100% sure, um, probably would have been dead. Right? So, a lot of people disagree with the officer, but we have to think about this. The officer made a split second decision and he saved two lives. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? Mm, I was gonna ask you the same question. Okay, well, well, it's, it's fine. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little like torn about this. Mm-hmm. 
So this this is what I think, right? Nobody, you know, I hope nobody trying to take my black card. <laughs> but 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 at this time, this moment, I mean, I, I would I would agree with the officer. I would agree with the officer. Because if he didn't, if he didn't um, fire his gun, the other girl would have died. Right. You see what I'm saying? And it would be possible. It would be possible two dead bodies versus one. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was a juvenile. She was 16. That's an unfortunate part of it. <laughs> All right. But I think the officer did the right thing. I know people ain't want to hear that, huh? you know. Oh my God, I know you're not saying that, but I at this at this moment I grew the officer. <laughs> yeah, I mean I usually don't, but see the, the, the issue is this: the issue is we've seen this happen so many times. Not, but not like this, right? Um, in which police the police officers are so mistrust, well, the mistrust and police are so high. Then the first thing we think about is after police. Look what the fuck he did. Wow. He just killed a little girl. He just killed, you know what I'm saying? A black, a black little girl. Right. And we don't see, it's like we, we're so, because we're so used to getting killed and harmed. We're so traumatized. For no reason. We just start traumatizing. So naturally, when we see it again, it, 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 it ignites something within us to want to fight. Mm-hmm. And yes, of course, like, you know, like, for instance, you know how um, Muhammad Ali always says, you know, if, I, if I'm presented with 10,000 snakes, you, you're saying you're the one good snake. What makes you think I'm going to open the door for you? Mm-hmm. So I think it's the same mindset that we carry when it comes to the police. I think for me, I wonder if he would have been able to maybe shoot an arm or something. But, but even I do understand but even if he would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, like I said, even if he would have shot an arm, the adrenaline was still kept going. She was when he shot her. She was already in motion of stabbing a girl in the pink. Oh, they got would have shot him too. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. so I, 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 you know, I'm sympathetic for the mom losing a daughter, right? For the life that's lost, because no life is greater than the next. But I understand that what the officer did. I'm trying to figure out what the hell happened before that it makes you want to stab somebody to death. Well, they, you were fighting. So it was two girls against her. She went in the house. Right? So she went in the house and she comes back out and um, that's when the knife comes in. And see, these, these new school kids, see, th- this is why I say they're not like us. We didn't use weapons like this when we used to fight. Like, Shoot, I saw somebody get hit with a hammer. I remember, um, true story, um, it was a neighbor, not my neighbor, but she was like living in the corner. And I remember seeing her like hit her like, well, it was like domestic violence. And she hit him with a fucking hammer. Holy shit. That shit was crazy, man. That shit was crazy. But, but, but the difference is... <laughs> The difference is shit is getting recorded. It's not it's not that the world is getting crazier. I think we alleviate ourselves from that notion. Um, but it's just being recorded, just getting recorded. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. 
because people love to say that, like, oh, this generation is just, they're so wild and blah, blah, blah. No, we're no different than the last generation. It's just that now everything is, is recorded. I do think, like, in the fighting style, though, I feel like our generation didn't do as much knives and we, we did have shootings, but, like, actual fights, like, legit fights. Like, this scenario right here, I don't believe that, like, a lot of, uh, when we were that age, they wouldn't have been nice or shots fired. Ooh. I mean, of course. Ooh. I'm not saying every place. I'm not saying every time. I'm saying that, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not generalizing it, but I'm just saying, like, before we used to use fizz, and then we'll go to the weapon, but, like, you went back in the house to get a knife? Like, sis, just why you just didn't stay in the house? If you didn't want to... Well, you know what? When you're pissed off, you really don't care. You don't think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think so. Somebody actually didn't want to join the conversation. Let's see. Yeah, but I, Overall, what I'm saying is this. I think the officers was justified. Yeah. I mean, for the first time ever. Yeah. Okay, we got we somebody. Say like this. We got somebody on the line right now. We got a guest caller. Okay. Man, okay. Can I hear you? You kind of low. Okay, so like I said, I don't know. I'll justify for the girl being killed. I mean, what is it? What is it that people are saying? They're they're just saying like, oh, like they use they use this excessive force. Like, what what's the uproar about this? Um, obviously the girl got killed. The sixty year old black girl got killed. That's the uproar. That is it. The uproar is the girl getting killed. Yeah, I mean the thing is one thing we can't negate though they do hold no mercy for black kids. And I, what I'm trying to figure out is if we all know if this I don't know if this was a white people dispute. I don't necessarily know if somebody would actually have gotten killed, even with this happening. I really think it would have been a limb that probably would have gotten shot to make the person stop. Because even if you have adrenaline going, like if somebody shoots you in the arm, I mean, nothing else that you can do, but your arm kind of goes down. But that's the thing right now. <laughs> this, this is what I think, right? And this is what I know. Is that, like I said, black people have been traumatized because we've seen this story so many times. Right. For example, we're mad because she attempted to you know, stab a girl. She got killed. Kyle Rittenhouse killed somebody and he get to drive home. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan, um, Dylan Ruth killed nine people. That took him straight into custody. Yeah, and he got didn't he get food to eat before he, he went. Yeah, he went. Got, he went. Got some Burger King. He went. Got. He went. Got a um a Whopper with cheese. That's what I'm saying. So it's like I'm pretty sure if this was a white girl, there's no way that she would have died. I think she would have been severely injured, but she still would have survived. But, but that's what I'm saying. We shouldn't have. We need to figure out, you know, for police officers, a uniformity, right? In this in this instance, since every you know person gets shot or whatever the case may be, that's yeah. what needs to happen. There's a video of a of a guy 
who a white guy who closed the arm of a police officer in his damn car and drove away, driving away. He didn't get shot. Nope. And what was he? White. So, like, like, I, like I'm always saying, it needs to be uniformity. I'm not saying the police officer was wrong. And this is the thing. I'm not saying the police officer was wrong. All I'm saying is we need uniformity in regards to policing um, around the nation. Yeah, because it's it's very, uh, they run in a very case-by-case case basis. And case-by-case case is if black kill, if white negotiate. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, that's, that's literally what they do. That's exactly how the forces handle any type of quote-unquote crime or incident. All right, so the next, next thing, because um, I was going to miss some police shit. God damn it, man. <laughs> Every time. We can't get away from it. Like, shit. So, all right, so we just had a George Floyd case. Um, Derek Chauvin hey. has just been found guilty. Guilty of all three charges. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be waiting on the sentencing. <laughs> We yes, are going on. to be waiting on the sentencing. He's found guilty, but we're waiting on the sentencing. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, okay. So he's guilty. Okay. That's true. That is that part that we didn't get yet. But guilty still. Still, Let yeah. He's still guilty. In the Ayubobo, as we say in the in the, in the Hoodoo religion, Ayubobo. Yes. And do, do you see how confused that motherfucker looked too when, he, when the charges were being listed down to him? He was just like, wait, I, wait. I, I didn't get over all this. I, my white privilege, it, it, it didn't come through. It didn't shine through this time. It didn't save me this time. No, motherfucker, it didn't. Not, not this time, my guy. <laughs> not not you said, my guy. Not this time. Not this time. <laughs> not this time. So, um, let's see. So, what do you, how do you feel about, you know... I'm elated, and I hope that that gives the problem. The, the thing is, with these kind of scenarios, we have to go out of these cops to let these cops think twice about killing an unarmed black man or black woman. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, the more they keep getting away with it, the more that they're going to keep doing it. Now, if there's repercussions that happen. All righty, can you hear me? Oh, oh, we got a guest caller back. All right. Uh, let me turn. There we go. All right. Hey, or tonight, I should say. Hello, good evening. Everybody can hear each other? This sounds good, huh? All right. So, I guess we're going to backtrack for a second, Raynum. All right. So, I guess finally, Landon, you said we agree on something. Yes, absolutely. That's the, I think that's the first thing you said that we agree on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know what you're talking See, about. Nice battle back and forth. <laughs> oh, yeah. We go back and forth all the time. Oh, I know. <laughs> but, no, I, I agree wholeheartedly that uh, the cop that, that pulled the trigger on that 16-year-old girl, that, yes, she absolutely did deserve it, and that cop ended up saving lives, and why they are protesting against this cop is beyond me. That cop saved a black girl's life, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about you the saved black girl two, two, two black girl, black girls' lives. Black girls. Two. So, oh my God. 
And I mean, it's the media that's putting all this in everybody's head that, oh my gosh, a black girl got shot. Well, why aren't we talking about the two black girls that got saved then? Like I said, I, I can answer that question. The reason why is the uproar is because of the traumatic events that people have prior, right? So mm-hmm. what the, the argument is this. The argument is, all right, so she has a knife. She could get shot, right, and killed. But on the opposite end, for example, Kyren House, he walks around with an armored weapon, and we, high, you know, he gets high five and he drives home. That's I think that's that's what the issue is. That's the uh, the disparity. But you got to think as a as a dad to the father of the daughter that got saved. You know what I'm saying? Like you know that father is very thankful that yeah 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 like that 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 what we, is what we're bringing on. As a parent, if your if your daughter's about to get stabbed because she got shot in mid like when she was right about to stab um, the girl. Right, like I explained to you, Rana, this was this was not like she just had a knife and she was just walking. This right. was in mid action, right? And this was like a split decision, right. decision, the split second decision. So that shot, honestly, in my opinion, should be deemed a hero. Yes, it's unfortunate the juvenile got shot, but that cop should be deemed a hero instead of all this protesting that's going on against it. I mean, I get it, juvenile. Yeah, it's very unfortunate, but. He is a hero in a lot of people's eyes because he saved lives that day. He did. And that's the reason why his department released the video as quickly as they did. Absolutely. Because they knew that the officer complied with the training. Right? They didn't hide anything. This is not like the George Floyd case where the department lied and hid. This department said, hey, we got nothing to hide. This is what happened. So you can hear people, you know, get mad, hoop and hob and and and, 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 and you know and say everything under the sun. But at this moment, you know, I, I barely take up for law enforcement. Rarely. 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 You because I, I'm watching the video now, which is why I was, you know, a little bit quiet because I was trying to see kind of what happened. Hopefully, I'm watching the right video. But did, did a man, a grown ass man, kick a girl while she was on the ground? Yes. So the girl, I think, I think it's the girl who got yeah, shot. Her uncle or her father ended up kicking the girl. You saw the officer went to the the dad or the father and tried, told him to get back to stop. Yeah. That's he, why we say the constitution. He, he could have diluted the situation, but she was instead trying to kick her with that. That's that. That's that's why I said the officer saved two. Two of those two two yeah. bad girls' lives, because the dad or the, you know I think it was her uncle went and attacked the girl that was already on the floor on the ground. The officer told the um, that that guy to get back to move, and he went over by that girl. Then he told whatever the girl name is, I forgot her name. I just said her name, I forgot it. He told her to get back and to stop. Didn't comply. The other girl was about to get stabbed. We all know that a knife wound. Could easiest kill as as a as a gun as um a gunshot. So, mm-hmm. like I said, people can, people can get mad. You know, I'm a sellout right now, or whatever. But the officer did. The officer did. There's no way people call you a sellout. 
No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know. You know? <laughs> you're, not, you're not a sellout just because you, you back the law enforcement and their decision they made that day. Yeah, yeah, that one, yes. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, hey, as a black man, there's a black woman, to back the law enforcement. It's okay to do that. I mean, I, I have friends. I mean, you know, I don't like to tell people I work at, so, but, you know, I was out work with law enforcement, like, Every day, literally, right, in a predominantly white area, and I'm like the only black person. Right. But that's the point. That's besides right. the point. <laughs> that's besides the point. <laughs> so, but this instance, yes, justifiable. I cannot, I cannot dispute the facts. And you know, only thing I can dispute is, well, I, I can dispute the people marching and protesting. Don't do that for this one. Charge that yeah, to the game. That yeah, that, that one we should have stayed home for. Yeah. I, home for. I, that's that's why everybody's getting on LeBron James now. Because LeBron James made a tweet, right, in regards to it. Okay. And he didn't have all the information or he didn't see the video clearly. It just all. Yeah, he said, I, I saw in one of the comments that LeBron was trying to villainize the officer without really seeing the, the, the video in its entirety. And like, so I that's t- what I. Like is like why is he even trying to get in this? Well, the reason why, and and this is my opinion: if you're a professional sports player, stay out of it. Let the verdict <laughs> come about. Like let let the judge, let the jury, let them handle the case. Why do they need to weigh their opinions in on it? They are a professional sports player. Their job is to run for a touchdown or shoot a basketball through a hoop. Stay out of politics. Stay out of anything law enforcement-wise. Your opinion is not needed. Now, if a verdict comes out and you're against that opinion, then okay, say your opinion. But till that comes in, stay out of it. Yeah, but I, but I think at the same time, even though, yeah, there are ball players and things like that, I think they're citizens like us. So I think that's the reason why they feel the okayness to – okayness, that's not even a word. I'm sorry. They feel the validity to speak their their opinions since they are citizens of this country as well. So I think that's probably why. But I do get what you're saying, though. Well, I, this is the thing. I, I Like I said, people have um, their rights to public address situations, right? Oh, absolutely. They, they, they have that. That's their right. I can see a girl wearing an ugly dress and say, no, that's an ugly dress. I don't know what you got. I don't know what you're thinking about. Or if uh, somebody killed another person, I've seen it. He killed them or whatever the case may be. Now, the issue is this. Um, the issue is when it, it exceeds where it needs to go. If that makes sense, yeah. right? So, for example, it's like lobbyists, right? Or people from big companies who put money to back like politicians and judges and do whatever to corrupt the system. Now, if that is being done, then we have an issue. But right. if they're not, but if it's not being done, then you're free to say what you want to say. If you say, "Hey, you know," um, LeBron say, hey, you know, I think that black people getting killed on every corner is wrong. Okay, you have the right to say that. Now, what comes after that, you know, i.e., you know, people that, you know, that endorses him or the team that he plays with finds him, well, that comes with what you're saying. Well, you but, know, you know, you're saying that, just bring another topic up. Why, why is it? We'll take media, for instance, and professional sports players. 
why is it they only talk about African Americans? Don't talk about the Caucasian. by the law enforcement every day, but you don't hear about. It. Why is that? Yeah. Uh, oh, so say, say, can you say it one more time? Uh, I didn't hear you. Okay, perfect. Great question. And I have an answer for it. What are the names? Because historically, historically, this has been going on in America for years. Right? It's just now it's being recorded. Now we have smartphones. Because what people don't know, well, you know, people, you know, outside of the black community don't know is that Black people has been getting beaten, killed by the police ever since the conception of it in America. Yes. But That's you that. think, though, why, why is that? I mean, and this is, once again, my opinion. Uh-huh. The video I've seen, I mean, take take the guy that was uh, in Army Greens that got sprayed by OC. Okay. The cops him orders to get out of the car. He would not listen, along with a lot of other videos I see. Why is it that people all of a sudden are pushing against law enforcement when they know there's going to be a negative reaction to that? Great if question. You can, you cannot fight against a police officer. If you're going to fight it, you're going to go in front of a judge and fight it with him. The okay. officer is not the judge or the jury. You watch the officer, you listen to the officer, then you go before the judge and jury and fight your case there. All right. But we know as being, but the thing is, so we have to look at history. Um, that doesn't happen for us as black people. We don't get to, a lot of times we comply and we still get killed. We don't ever get to see a jury or a judge. So let me, let me use, let me, let me touch on the, um, the, sec, the second lieutenant you talk about in the army. Um, he was in Virginia, um, right? And he was, he was pulled over. For his tags, right, right. So when he asked the officer why he was why he was pulled over, did the officer say anything? They because he kind of he kept asking, and he said what? Well, didn't he drive for a little while before he actually pulled over? He he drove into a well lit area. Correct? He he drove to a well lit area. Yes, he did. Okay, okay. So now. You went to base with me. That's how I know you. Mm-hmm. You know our trend. Mm-hmm. You have a driver that is driving and is not pulling over. You're going to be immediately suspicious. Like, okay, why is this guy not pulling over for me? That's correct. So the officer was literally being safe, and he was trying to get the driver out of the car before he even approached him. Because he has to, when you pull someone over, you don't know who it is. You have no yeah. idea who this. So That's he, he did not approach the vehicle. He took the safe approach. And he took the safe approach. And the person that was in the vehicle was not complying with him. Okay. And that, 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 there, there we goes again. Like I said, the the person, second lieutenant asks, why, why am I being pulled over? And is in his right to ask that. Right? So the officer said, officer says, he well, excuse me. The officer came, comes to the car and um, tells him to, put, to stick his hands out the window. Right or wrong? Absolutely. 
Okay, you're right. All right, so did the second lieutenant comply with that order? Did he stick his hands out of the window? He did. Okay. While he was sticking his hands out of the window, the officer says, I need you to, I need you to unbuckle your seatbelt. Hold on. You want me to stick my hands out of the window and unbuckle my seatbelt at the same time? You can have one hand out the window and no, the officer said, I need your hands out the window. It, it takes literally one second to unbuckle that seatbelt. But, what he, but that's, that's the thing. But what we do know, if he would have reached, if he were, he's already thinking he's not being compliant, he already drove, if he would have put one hand down, where would it say, oh, it's a weapon, shots, rounds against, you know, they smoking that new, what kind of car he had? It was Expedition? It's about to get smoked. Okay. Okay, if he was to comply with officer orders, he unbuckles his seatbelt. Guess what? His hand's going right back out the window. They didn't tell him to open the door. Now, if they see him maybe start to open the door, yeah, they're going to see, like, okay, what are you doing? We didn't tell you to open the door yet. But why is he being retained? Like, if, if they just comply with the orders of the officer, because I watched the video. They had to tell him three or four times to even get out of the car, and he wouldn't listen. They That's originally what they first told him was to get out of the vehicle and he would not comply and then they started telling him step by step on what to do and he still would not comply but that's his per that that's his personal that's his personal vehicle right he has all rights all right he's right to stay in there until he know where he's being charged why do they have probable cause for him to get out of the vehicle from the search they didn't say any of that they did. And he said this. The officer said this. He said he's afraid to get out the vehicle. And what did the police officer say? I would be too. And wow. then did, 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 did he not also said that um, when he said something about electrical electric shock or something like that? He says about like electrical shock or something like that That's going a, on? A video in that I actually seen a video of the body cam footage, yes. He did say that. Okay, so think about this, right? In a well-lit area, you're saying this, saying I'll be I'll be afraid to if I got out of the vehicle. Saying things like, hey, you may be, you know, electrocuted. Give me reference to an electrical chair, meaning it's possible you may die. He wasn't given any kind of reference to an electrical chair. He was holding a taser at that time. Okay. Yeah, but he's a, he's alluding that if he steps out of the vehicle, that he will he will be harmed. Whether whether you are black, white, polka dotted, or whatever, you will be harmed. And so he said that. And so we were going. This is the thing. You we want the the, the the victims, or let's say the people. Well, I guess, I guess I say the victims to comply when these things are being said. If you're telling me, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're gonna get you. You know, you're gonna get hurt when you get out of this vehicle. You think I want to get out of my vehicle? If no, you're literally mistaking that whole entire situation. That guy literally was not complying with any order they gave him to get out of the vehicle. The officer so said, "Whenever you have a person that is not complying, yes, it will probably get a little rough whenever they get out of that vehicle because they know, like, okay, we have a non-complying guy here. Yeah, we're gonna have to take him down. But if he was to just comply from the start." Because literally, this is—I was literally talking about this the other day. I'm like, if I get pulled over, 
because I'm driving a possible stolen vehicle. Guess what? I get pulled over. They're not going to approach my vehicle. They're going to have guns pointed on me, and they're going to direct me to get out of that vehicle. Now, I know personally I'm not driving a stolen vehicle. Now, I know I'm innocent. So I'm going to comply with every order they say, and they can handcuff me. They can do what they want. And then once they figure out what's going on, guess what? I'm set free. I'm good to go. But that's not that's not the, this is what I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's not always the case in regards to black people. Black people. That's that's, that's, that's that doesn't go like that. That 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 that's the issue. There is not a single one that complies. Who do you mean is that a single one that complies? There's not a single one that complies. Um, Fernando, what's his name? Fernando Castro. Take George Floyd for instance. I mean, that's the big topic right now. Is George? Yeah, Floyd. let's do this. George Floyd. Yeah. Did he comply at all with what the officers said? No. So that's what I'm saying. So, 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 all right. Well, so going. Doesn't permit for his need to be on scenarios. Yes, there is. There is bad cops out there that make bad decisions. I got it. Just like there's, there's bad everybody that make bad decisions, but. A lot of these scenarios that keep coming about, the media keep pushing down people's throat, is scenarios where the person is not complying. If they were to comply, they, like I said, the officer is not the judge or the jury. The the person is supposed to comply, and then they can fight it once it gets into the judge and jury. But the officers tend to be the judge and the jury. This is the thing, that when they go to the law enforcement academy, Right, they they are taught to um to deal with people who don't who, who are um who don't comply. That's that's what that's what they're taught to do. Deal with everybody is not usually need deadly force or any type of excessive force. That's the thing, right? We use George Ford for instance, right? What happened for him to end up getting need on or need in his neck? Think about this. Uh, um, a fraudulent $20 bill? Yes, it was a fraudulent, a fraudulent $20 bill. From what I have seen of the video, this guy, he was messed up on something, obviously, from the whole video I watched of it. This guy was saying he couldn't breathe before he was even down on the ground. So he obviously had either health conditions or he was on something that made him to where he could not breathe. And so... That, that's that's what we have to agree with. What the autopsy said was this. Awful autopsies, though, and they've said different. That's I'm I'm saying what they said. This is what they presented in court because we're just just talking about a judge and a jury. And the person who did the autopsy said it was due to the knee on the neck. Everybody has health conditions, and we can use that argument for every instance, for everything. But for that, with George Ford, a knee on the neck for nine minutes, uh, while the officer's hand is in his pocket, we cannot we cannot just say, "Hey, yeah, he was high." Does he smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Do 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 did he pop some couple pills like a day before? He did. His girlfriend said it. Girlfriend said it. But it wasn't it wasn't a big a larger um, um a large enough dose. For him to be high the whole next day, but it was still being the system, and it was fentanyl. And that right there will kill you. A yes, lethal but, amount, but he didn't have that much amount in his system. But his, 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 his small doses of fentanyl and any kind of drug, it will kill you. 
it did not have enough in his system. That's I'm, we could we could debate on what it can do to certain people, but this is what autopsy said. Yeah, if we, the thing is, if, if we're so big on believing in science and what comes out in, in the medical comes in medical profession professionals, a medical professional literally said it was due to the trauma on his neck from the knee that caused him to not reach. We cannot negate that. That this is this is factual scientific facts that we have in front of us. And also in regards to George Floyd. Just give me one second. Just one one thing I have to say. Also, in regards to George Floyd, right? Once he stopped moving, the officer was still on him. Once the breath was taken out of him, and once they had other people, medical professionals, a girl who's an um, EMT, say, "Hey, he's not breathing. I think he's about to go into cardiac arrest." They had people saying these things, and he still kept the knee on his neck. Now. The question is this. Now, to answer your question, your original question, it is in regards to non-compliance, correct? Yes. All right. In regards to non-compliance, all these things you see is people non-compliant, right? But what's the justification of death? Is that a justification of death? Right? We constantly see, and this is why people are protesting, and I used this example earlier, right? We'll take another situation. Say the Atlanta one where people were protesting and burning down Atlanta. That was literally a self-defense move. And now that cop has lost his job because he decided he wanted to go home that night. And like I said, literally every big outrage is happening is because of self-defense that the officer has. I don't know about that now. I think that's a stretch. That's a stretch, a big stretch, man. It was a hard stretch. But a lot of the protests and burning down the buildings that are pointless hell, in my opinion, is because it not comply and they were fighting against an officer. And if the officer feels like his life is on the line, I'm sorry, but anyone in the right mind is gonna pull the trigger. So make sure question. So our last segment me and Randa talked about was police uniformity. Right, it would be more easier if a black person, if this happens, then all police stations do the same thing, all departments. The reason why people are so mad and get in an uproar is because that doesn't exist. When we have that, that police officer who has his hand in the and in, in stuck in a car, right, and a white guy drives off on drive off with his hand in the car. He doesn't. He didn't feel the need to pull his weapon. Kyle Rittenhouse. They didn't feel the um, to pull a weapon. We have all these instances when all other races doing the same thing or even worse that black people are doing, but they're going home to their kids. But what's going on with black people is that we're starting seeing the R.I.P. 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 And this has not been going on in the 21st century. This has been going on um, since since we started policing in America. That's that's what I'm saying. With his arm caught in the car. Yeah. Is that one that was uh, like along an interstate? Yeah. Okay, I know exactly what video you're talking about. Okay. And we and it's multiple videos. It's, uh-huh. it's it's multiple. It's not just not yeah. that one. Okay. You you have a split second in May. Literally, only thing. Like the media pushes out, like that's the only reason why we're talking about it right now. 
is scenarios where a white cop shoots a African American. And I'm, when you have split second decisions to make, your arm's stuck in a car. What are you going to do? I mean, he didn't know this guy was going to take off on him. I mean, take Portland, Oregon right now. They're trying to take away the weapons from the cops right now whenever they go on traffic stops. That is the dumbest decision I've ever heard of because you do not know what you're approaching. And just like that cop that got his arm stuck in a car. I'm sorry, but if you're getting drug along somewhere, you're going to do what you can to survive and you're going to eliminate the threat. That, I mean, but this is a cop has needed a gun, no matter what color. There is bad white people, there's bad African Americans, there's bad Asians, there's bad everybody. But we don't look at it. We just look at, oh, well, they were white, they were black, they were Asian. Okay, George Floyd, he was a bad person, but we're not putting that out there. But how do we know he was a bad person? What indicated that he was a bad There's person? There's been multiple people come out so, and so, say so, that they're, they're, they were rejoicing that George Floyd was dead. See, this is the thing. Okay, this, this is what people do. No, 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 no. No, All right, no. so he punched a girl. He punched a pregnant lady in the stomach. Okay. For one, that's, that's that's probably the biggest one that people don't like. Um, so that's domestic violence. I think he like robbed somebody um, before. Same person. Yeah. So that's that's that's. Okay. But this is what people do. This is what, and then this and this is what I like. I like this conversation. I like what you said, man. Oh, you man, you bring the best side of me. So we tend to bring up. Hey, that's what I'm here for. I, I was I was seeing you go live. I'm like, hey, I'm ready. I, I like the way you you mentioned George Floyd's past, right? And that's what the um, the defense trying to do as well in this trial. And I like how people constantly put up people past. You know where you're going with this. Right, but but in, in that same instance, we should do the same with Chauvin. You should do the same thing with Chauvin. He had a past of using excessive force, but yes, no, yes, but, yes. but they didn't bring that up. Oh, yes, it did. The media brought that up multiple times. I don't know what they brought up in court because I was at work whenever they was uh, doing that. Well, they, they, well, that's what I'm saying. They didn't bring it up in court, but he has a history. They did. He has a history of it. So anytime somebody yeah. bring up George Floyd and Derek Chauvin, well, George Floyd was a bad person. Well, look what Derek Chauvin did. Look at look at his past, but he had his, he had a decision to make. He made his decision, and he had his hands in his pockets. And then he when he called, then when uh, EMT said, "Hey, he's he's dying, he can't breathe," he disregarded them. Then when he then he called his supervisor and said, "Yeah, he have a little instance um incident, like like somebody didn't just die." And then the police department try to lie and hide what really happened. So yeah, using the George Floyd is the worst example. You could, yeah. we could, we could, we could have used for the argument. You could use um, that girl with a knife. And see, this is where it shows where the police department needed to do the right thing versus the police department knowing they did the wrong thing. Because they tried to, for George Floyd, they tried to make sure it didn't come out. But for the girl with the stabbing situation, they put it out very quickly. But that's the thing, is that people know. 
what, what I'm trying to say is that are there times where people who don't comply and things get get turned left? Yes. Yes. I said it happens to everybody. White, black, Asian, it doesn't matter. If you're not compliant, things will turn for the worse. But what but we're saying we, is oh, what is minority, it? Minority. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens to them? We don't hear about like the white man that gets shot that didn't comply or the white man that was shot and he was innocent. We, we don't talk about that. But, but who is he? So, who who is are he? they? The thing is, if you, if you, there's no frenzy. The thing is, there would be frenzy. Trust me. Because as white people, you guys get all the press, all, all the glory, all the recognition, and all of the knowledge. What are we so getting? There's no way. We're getting recognition from bad people. But the thing is... Look at Adam Gates. <laughs> there's no way that white, white, white unarmed people were getting gunned down by policemen at an alarming rate like black people. There's no way that it wouldn't be in media. And there's no way that police departments wouldn't be getting together to figure out what the hell is going on. What is the statistics right now this year of white people being shot compared to African Americans? Uh, let's see. Let's look it up. Yeah, let's, let's see. Because I guarantee it's an alarmingly high number compared to African Americans. No, there's no way. Because we all know that that the whole department and an organization of police office of, of policing is right. There's racism behind it. This whole country was built on racism. We can't negate that. Okay. All right. Then I got. Then I got a little something. Something. Oh, this is a lot of stuff. I ain't trying to read all that right now. All right, racial disparity. Last one was in 2020. Because you know it is huge. Let's see. All right. So, this one one statistic that says that talks about people shot by death by U.S. police by race. Okay. Listen Go to ahead, this. All right, all right. You know, there's no problem. In an analyst of 4,653 fatal shootings for which information about both race and age were available, the research found a small but statistically significant decline in white deaths, about 1%, but no significant change in deaths for um, against people of color. There were 5,367 fatal police shootings in a five-year period, according to the Post database in case um, of armed victims, Native Americans were killed by the police at least three times of white people, 77 total kill. Black people were killed at 2.6 times the rate of white people, 1,265 total. And Hispanics were killed at nearly 1.3 times the rate of white people, um, as 800... 889 total killed among um, among unarmed victims. Black people were killed at three times the rate as Hispanics and at 1.5 the rate as white people. Where do you, where, where, where's the... This, where is, you uh, this is on Yale. So, Yale... I'm, 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 yeah, I'm thinking the Washington Post and it's pretty, it's pretty much reiterating the same thing. Black Americans um, are killed at the at much higher rate than white Americans. Although half of the people shot and killed by police by the police are white, black Americans are shot at a disproportionate rate. They account for less than thirteen percent of the U.S. population, but are killed 
by police at more than twice the rate of white Americans. Hispanic Americans are also killed by police at a disproportionate rate. Uh, okay. The rate. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the rate at which black Americans are killed by the police is more than twice as high as rate for white Americans. Here is, here is the numbers as of 2021 right now. There has been 50 white Americans shot. There has been 30 African Americans shot, 20 Hispanic, one other, and 112 unknown. That is as of 2021. Now, 2020, there was 457 white Americans shot. 241 African Americans, 169 Hispanic, 28 other, and 126 unknown. Every single year, I'm seeing a pattern of the white person is shot more than what an African American is. But see, this 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 is where things are mis misleading, right? This is where numbers are misleading. Numbers are misleading due to the fact of the majority versus the minority. So if you do exactly. things, so if you do things in regards to, um, based on like a hundred per, uh, you know, a thousand population, or one in every a hundred or two hundred, then we get more of a definite answer. Well, that's, that makes sense. I, I've, I've always wondered though. I mean, there's a lot of African Americans out there, and that's what I'm wondering. Like, what is the statistics of? The Caucasian American compared to the African American. Oh, let's look. Let's look that up because we only make thirteen percent of the U.S. population. So I'm going to go ahead and look that up because I'm curious of that too. So let's look at that. Because I, I haven't looked that number up. That's why, like I said, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm curious of what that number is. So we're currently so white people are currently at two, uh, two hundred and thirty six point five million. This is well, that's that's as of 2019. Let's maybe look at 2020. Uh, percentage is 59.7%. Per, um, that's as of 2020. Um, but as of two, to 2019, we're looking at 236.5 million um, white people in the population of the U.S. Let's look at African Americans. Remember, African Americans are 30% of the population. Yeah. So, go ahead. Go ahead and read it. Um... We are at 41.99 million. So there's a huge disproportion. So, I mean, 300, we're looking at 237 million white people versus 42 million black people. So if you're looking at the statistics of how many people that are white and black in this country, and if we are being killed at a, a higher rate, Exactly. This is what they mean by saying a disproportionate rate because there's not that many of us in this country, but yet we are being killed at a faster rate. Even though white people could be killed the rate. As, as you, at, at that rate, it still does not compare to black people because now this is reducing the population of black people who are not even remotely, we're not even half of the population of white people in this country. But you're literally, you're literally talking about a small, small, Small percentage. That is not a small percentage, though. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me. Oh, a small percentage of, of black people. Okay, go ahead. Of, of black people, like two hundred and forty-one of those. How many did you say? Forty-one million. So there's, so there's forty. So let's round it up to forty-two million black people. So 40, and of those forty-two million African Americans, there was two hundred and forty-one 
that fell to the gunshot of police. And what year? And that is worth burning down buildings and rioting and all that nonsense. Over 241. Okay, I get it. I get it. Now, I'm, I already know you're probably already coming up with something right now. But I get it. There has been African Americans that have died, I'm sure, innocently. Just like there's been Caucasian Americans that have died innocently. It works both ways, I promise you. But 241 in 2020 was shot by a police officer. 241. And that is worth all of this. I mean, I get it. It's a lie. I get it. But that is a small, small percentage. Isn't there bigger and better things that you can go after rather than a police officer? All right. You want, you want to do this right now? You want me to do it? Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. You got All right. You got so what, 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 we, what we do know is this, right? So you're looking at this one number, right? You said, well, this is what happened in 2020. But you're not taking it in consideration of a people that's been hurting and it's been going on since the conception of the country. Think about this. We just recently started seeing, because we just got, you know, being able to have smartphones to see these things happen in real life. Rodney King, they didn't know that person had a camera and they jumped and beat the hell out of him. And this is kind of like in our generation, well, my generation. So this is not like, hey, this is, this, you know, this just happened because this person got shot because it's 211 people got killed. This is a build up aggression. Just, just like any other country that 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 um, uh, uh, you know that wants a revolution, just like America did when they wanted a revolution, they ain't just wake up one morning and say, "You know what? We're gonna throw the tea off the boat." Ugh. Yeah, no. They didn't wake up one morning in that that year and say they're gonna do that. It was built up. They say, "Hey, man, I'm t- I'm tired of the English people, man. I'm tired of that monarchy." Hell, they still talk about it right now. I'm tired of me. I don't, I, don't, I don't like the British. Like, they're tired of the monarchy, and they've been thinking about this for years. And then they finally know what? Let's do it. I'm not my grandma. My grandma gonna listen to the queen or the king. I'm not her. I'm tired of this. Shit need to change. And it, and it changed. Thus created the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, and here we are today. Which did not include black people. Which didn't include black people. But, but that's, 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 that's what we're saying. Include black people. I mean, I'm pretty sure you two have the same exact rights and freedom as me. We all have the same rights. Yeah, and now, but not even then. We're no, 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 no. This is this, this the we're thing. Talking, we're talking about right now, though. This is this, this, this the thing. This is the thing. Like, we're talking about now. Like, we can... We can, we can talk about it right now, but it's, it's it's like this, right? Me and you, we're both men. Correct? Absolutely. All right. You know, we're not, we're not you know, we're, um, but we're, we're different heights. Or we're, we're way different. But we're both men, but we're still different, right? Right. Um, we probably make, our salaries are probably, are probably different. But we still have the same rights. Right. The issue is this. The issue is one race gets treated differently than the other one. We may have the same rights, but what we do know is that in a court of law, certain people, white people, 
get more deals, better deals than black people. The sentencings are longer. And how I do know that and how I know that is because I work in this. That's the thing. I work in the system. And so I've seen this. I see this firsthand every time. And so when people are like, man, no, we have the rights. We still, yes, you do. You do have the rights. But your rights can be trampled upon. For example. Like, like this, for example. I'm using, I'm, I'm using, I'm using this as an example. Why is the African American getting a longer sentence? What happened on that scene that they was able to put more charges on this guy to make him have a longer sentence compared to a Caucasian American? Nothing. That it's the same charge. It's right. the same charge. Same incident. Same incident. Same charge. If this is a systematic thing, Landon, if this is a systematic thing that is not just going on in South Carolina, that's not just going on in, in Florida, that's not just going on in Stanford. We just had, not too long ago, that guy, Brock, who was caught raping a girl, went to went went to um, court. The judge says, I could give you three months of probation because I don't think, um, I don't think you're fit for... Um, for prison. But that same judge would tell a black person, a black man who raped a girl 15 years. And it styles me we don't see the correlation with that. I just I just had a kid that I just I, look at I, I can see the article. That's fine. I just know a kid, right, who just broke into a school to have a party. And end up getting the well, you know, if y'all bring it to the school, don't nobody break into schools. It's, it's kind of like a federal charge. It's a, you kind of yeah. get like a felony. All right, right. End up getting some time. Then the person, the, the the white person that was with them, they end up just getting probation. And it's not because of this rap sheet, because both of them had no both of them had no prior prior charges. Huh? Who broke the lock on the school? A party kid. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them jumped in at the same time. It was both of them simultaneously, at the same time. It was no lock on the school. Both of them threw the rock, threw the brick at the same time. Two different ones, and both of them jumped in. That's what we're saying. We're, listen, in Stop and Frisk, when we had Stop and Frisk in New York, 85%... But, like, you, you probably, you've done a lot of research into it. Like, I'm not going to speak on a case blindly. I don't know anything. No, I mean, I, no that's fine. That's just fine. That's an example. That, that, was, that was an example. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's a true story. It's an example. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, right now, there is not a... I'm gonna, this is me looking at it. And like I said, I try to see the better of people. But... If you're a judge, you're you're not gonna walk into that courtroom like, okay, this person's African American, I'm giving him a higher sentence than this person. They're, I trust the judges in our court system that they will you look trust over. the judges? Absolutely. You I, trust the judges. I, I've been in front of a judge many times. Me I too. The judge. I, go to, I go to court every week. They they'll give me whatever sentence they feel is needed. And there's been some times that I felt like, okay, well, that's a little much, but 
you know what? They looked over the case. They felt what needed to be done, and that's how they done it. But usually... And it goes back to the cop situation, too. There is not a cop out there. Well, that's a far stretch. There is a lot of cops out there that do not wake up, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to shoot an African-American today. I have not seen a single case where it was just, it was racist. It was premeditated? It was a black man. It doesn't have... The thing is, it doesn't have to be premeditated. You can walk around with prejudice in your heart. So where you're, you're not going to stop that. So, so it, it was... They can, they can march through the cities. They can do whatever they want. They are not going to change the way people believe in what they have in their heart. They're, they're not going to change that. You cannot change a person in that way. I mean, they, that's just the truth of the matter. Racism will always exist. Me? I'm going to be honest, in the 28 years I've been alive, I have not met a single absolutely racist person. Yes, I've heard racist comments. What? How you heard racist comments don't think a person's racist? How does that work? I'm, I'm telling you now, I, a truly racist person, I have not met a truly racist person. Because honestly, I've, I've, watched, I've watched some of your videos, and... I'm like, you know what? I could probably take that as racist as a white person. You can. You can. You can. Would would it be right of me calling you a racist because of what you say in your videos? Like, I know you're not racist. I've met you. I mean, I've been right beside you. I mean, I know you're not racist. But it's the thing. This this, this, this is the thing. Just because you make a comment that could be taken as racist, I know you're not racist. Well, well, and this is the thing where people get things twisted is that context, right? What you say in context, right? And what I try to say is, hey, this has happened. This continues to happen, right? If I continue to get bit by a snake or a dog or a German shepherd, I'm not going to say that dog ain't going to attack me. That mother, most likely that motherfucker gonna take me next time I go around. That's that. That's what. That's what black people are saying. We're not saying that we're better than anybody. What we're saying is we deserve a fair, ch- uh, fair um, trial, a fair chance, right? What we're constantly saying is this: if police officers have an opportunity, right, of being a judge and jury and taking a life, and you're saying what second decision to save their own life? But you gotta. All right. This is listen. This is what you're saying. You you are you you are doing the same argument that everybody like a lot of people do all else do. We expect that the cops the officers can make a split split second decision, but the citizens can't. The citizens have to comply, and they can't make a split second decision. They cannot say they cannot say. Oh my bad. I I, I reach for the, I reach for the wrong pocket, but the officer can say that. This is what you're saying. Okay, okay. I'm glad you brought that up because I was the, the officer that uh, pulled her gun out, thinking it was a taser. I don't remember what city that was in. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no, no. It was um, it was in Minnesota, Minnesota. It was ten miles away from George Floyd. Was completely wrong because I'm sorry, you do not mistake a taser for your gun. Like, so I don't care how much training you've gone through. It doesn't matter. Whenever you light that taser up, there's usually a light that comes out. I mean, in my experience with tasers. 
correct me if I'm wrong, but you know the difference when you're gunning tasers. They're on different sides. You cross draw your taser and you side draw on the side that you're on of your weapon hand with your gun. So I would agree that that situation, that officer was completely wrong. No, no, well, I'm not using her as, as, as an example. What, I, what I'm saying is this. If law enforcement can have people that are racist, and this has been proven, this has nothing as, as speculation. We just had it in North Carolina like a year ago when they said, well, all right, we're just going to ride up the black guys. We, we, I live in South Carolina. Right? For people, for people who don't know, I live in South Carolina. There are places in South Carolina that I cannot go. Even as a government employee, I cannot go. Or I can't go by myself. I would need like an escort or more or multiple people with me because of what goes on in South Carolina. Because there are officers, right, that will see me and think something else and should go left. This is why, facts. Why would I go left? Because they're racist, because man. It's his, his, his story, which the KKK is in South Carolina, man. People don't know the KKK is in North Carolina. A lot of the motherfuckers in South Carolina, right? Yes, we, have, we have a base of the motherfuckers in Red Bank and Pillion and in Gilbert area. But people who don't motherfucking know, there it is, right? And they, so you, and, and I will. There's a South Carolina that all the cops are racist. No, I'm not saying that because I have friends as cops. That's the thing. What I'm saying is this. There are places that I can't go. But, why, and, why but we have the same rights. If you are a law-abiding citizen, why do you feel like you cannot go to certain areas? You because that's what they do. You, think, you seriously think you're going to be pulled over if you're abiding all the laws? And yes. Doing what you're supposed yes. To it happens. Some cops are that racist. Yes, some cops are, some cops are literally that racist. I, that they love to fuck with black people. They kill them as like like it's a wonderful pastime to have, and they don't get in trouble for it. This is what happens, they man. Get a pat on the back. Why why do you think some? Why do you think in Mississippi there's a sign that says blacks don't go out after after like nine o'clock? Where in towns in Mississippi. Where at? In Mississippi, it's a, it's a town in Mississippi. I, I I'll find it. I'll, I'll send it to you. Let me see. I'm gonna look it up while you guys are talking. But this, this, these, these are things that black people are not. This is not urban legend. This is not myth. These are not like <laughs> ghouls and goblins and unicorns. Like this. About. It, well, there are movies about it because it it, it it exists. Prejudice exists. They may not say, "Hey, man, I'm walking to man." Yeah, you know, you know, I'm racist, man, and uh, you a monkey. They may not say it like that, you know, but you could tell from actions. I did an interview in um in an area in Greenville, right, the Department of Justice, and I said, "Hey, I, I'm here to change the community. I want to better, you know, I want to better everybody um, to police and community relations." Arena, I told you this. I told you the story numerous times. I, I tell the yeah. stories a couple of times on the on the show. The um the person in charge of it told me, "Hey, we're not here for none of that." Think about this. And in that office, it was nothing but white people. I was the only black person coming in for any of you. And the only okay. reason why I okay. got that is because of my name. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right now. Okay. okay. So according to the Bureau of Justice Statistics, 
Okay. This this could be a reason why you could be going to a community where maybe they don't see too many African Americans. All right. Okay. So black offenders committed more than fifty two. 52% of homicides recorded in the data between 1980 and 2008. Yes, that is an old statistic. And who knows? It could have gone up by now. Or it could have gone down. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And only 45% of those offenders were white. So being that you guys are considered a minority, 52% of homicides. Mm-hmm. So you got you got to think. You you have I mean, you, it's kind of bad to say it really is in today's society, but you say you pull somebody over and they're black, you might treat them different. Like I said, not all cops will, but you might treat them different and kind of be more on the lookout because a minority that kills fifty two percent more. Being that they're a minority, fifty percent. Think of all the homicides that happen on a yearly, mm-hmm. and half of them are African Americans that are shooting each other. But we won't talk about that. That is an extremely high number. Is it? So, like, okay. that could be the reason why that a police officer is more on the lookout. <laughs> it's not a racism thing. It's just. Maybe they know the statistics. Yo, okay. this is, this, this, I, I like this, I man. I, love, I, 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 like, I like that you brought that up. Perfect. 52%. Perfect. That, that's, that's not a racism thing. That is a I, I, I love statistics. I love statistics. Great. Great job. I love that. And this is the thing, uh, this is the thing I like to say, right, is historically, we, we brought up something from what? You said 1978, 88? 98. Uh, was it was in 98 to 08, 2008? It was from 1980 to 2008. 1980 to 2008. What's going on in that time? Uh, it's hard to tell when I was only alive for a certain percentage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's fine. Okay, so what are we looking at? Crack epidemic. And what happened through that? What do we know? Drugs, wrong on black people. Um, basically, the crackdown on uh, possessions of any type of substance being on you. Um, having harsher uh, sentences, um, sentencing on those things. Because uh, wasn't Clinton president around that time? Well, we had Clinton. We had um, we Nixon. Had Reagan. Oh, no, Reagan. All right. So th- th- this is the thing. All right. You, you brought up a great statistic. And what we do know about trauma, it doesn't just creep up on it. It's just, it, it, it doesn't just, it's not a snap of a finger, right? Around that time, the government was bringing in all the, all this drugs, all the coke, all the crack, whatever the case may be. The Which, bring- huh? Yes, the government. The government. Yes. Okay. See, this, this is this documented. This is document okay. CIA, um, but um, they, they did it to kind of support um, the thing for Nicaragua. Nicaragua. I might be saying that. I might be saying the country. Am I saying it wrong? Nicaragua. Yeah, I, I, I get tongue tied when saying. Oh, how you? 
that, but I like it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. All right, so that's what was going on. So what happened was the government came and flooded all poor communities with crack cocaine. And what we do know around that time, majority of the black society were living in impoverished areas. It, there was an illusion that black people were living in the middle class. That wasn't happening. You know, you would look up and be like a Michael Jackson or Prince, but a majority of black people were living in impoverished areas. Thus creates the crack epidemic. Right? What we do know about that is kids that are born with drugs in their system, i.e. crack, cocaine, any of those things having an adverse effect on their behavior or their mental psyche. Thus, they we have um, a behavior disorder making them more prone to violence. And from that, now we get, you know, now we get the killings at XYZ. So, I don't have my child calling, but um, <laughs> so that's why um, a lot of murders and, and killing happen in that time. Now, that's for some of it now. That's that don't, don't don't mix state don't mix it for the whole population of like killing everybody now. What I'm, 2018. 2018. And 12.5% of African American and 18.3% of Hispanic. Okay. Non fatal violent crimes 45.9% of Caucasian American and 33% of African American, 17% of Hispanic. Non fatal violent crimes excluding other assault 38.8% Caucasian American, 36.1%. African Americans and 21.4 Hispanic. Now, with those numbers I'm reading on, isn't that a pretty high statistic with being that you guys are a minority compared to, I guess, Caucasian Americans, since I guess like we outnumber you, I guess, from like 200 million or something, it was, if I remember correctly? Yeah. yeah, just about. Yeah. yeah. So to me, that is a very high statistic. If you guys are considered a minority, that is very high. I mean, it should honestly be in the lines of, like, American Indian. I mean, I don't know what their statistics are. Around oh, they're here. even lower. Yeah, they're probably lost for that far stretch. Okay, we'll yeah. take Hispanic. I mean, that is extremely high for, but I'm going to defend, I'm going to defend African Americans for a second. So, in my opinion, African Americans in the the areas where they grow up in is like okay, take cities, take I don't know, sh take Chicago for instance. Ah uh, man, Chicago. you gotta use the worst word. White people love to use Chicago. God, no. I'm, I'm, I'm from Illinois, that's why I use Chicago. I'm from well, Illinois, ahead, that's why ahead. I use Chicago. Oh, okay, okay, it's okay. Go ahead, go ahead. But take Chicago, all right. They have an extremely high crime rate in certain areas. Mm -hmm. And those certain areas are your poverty-stricken areas. 
And I feel like African-Americans do not have that chance at a better education, a better future, because they are used to the poverty-stricken life. Well, that's average for everybody. With that said, said, though, we're all Americans, and we all write our own book. You can get out of that. It's possible, but you have to be willing to get out of it. If you're used to that drug life and all that good stuff, and if you want to be selling drugs on the street, well, then so be it. If that's what you want in your life. White people do the same thing. I'm, it's not just African Americans. It's white too. I mean, mm-hmm. I live in a small town. No, one thing, I a lot of it. Yeah, one thing. One thing I will say: me being from Montreal, Canada, let me tell you, white folks is just as dangerous as anybody oh, absolutely. else. Absolutely, running mafias and everything. Trust me, I know it. But, but this, but this is the issue. This, 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 I agree this, with this, you this, is, this is the total issue what we have going on. Right. Right. Is. And you and you, you you kind of touched on it, man. When you said impoverished areas, well, we do know statistically that most crimes or most offenders come from impoverished areas. That's what we do know. So it's not a point of people being criminals or being bad or any of those extra things. It's the point of the opportunities. You want reason why you rob is because we're poor. Reason why you yeah. reason reason why you kill, most people kill because of money. But you yeah. gotta if you're gonna rob or you're gonna kill, I'm sorry, but you have to be willing to face that punishment. Of course. The, I, 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 I agree with that. By a police officer, that is what's gonna happen. I mean, that's kinda like the whole whole topic at hand right now is Yeah, with a sixty year old girl. You're gonna live that life. You have to be willing to take that risk. But the, and if you're willing to take that risk, we should not be putting you on a pedestal. And everybody like, oh my gosh, she was such a great person. Like, okay, well, if you're robbing and you're if you're thieving places and you're killing people, why? You you were willing to take that risk to die at the hands of law enforcement. Why are we putting you on a pedestal? Well, I don't, I don't know if you're talking about the 16 year old girl. But I mean, but I think the thing is, these are like more extreme cases. You got to look at more of like the, the less extreme cases of just like the, the normal traffic stops that goes. Oh, Tamir Rice. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And even we'll take, even okay. Fernando, okay. Fernando Castillo. What's his name? Take, Fernando Castillo? Take, what, with his let's, let's, let's take a step back all the way to what even started all the riots. Michael Brown, which wasn't too far from me. He was in Ferguson, uh, Missouri, I believe it was. Yep, Ferguson, Missouri. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a while since then. Didn't he just get done robbing a store? No. What was it he was doing? He so this no no this this is what happened, right? And this will commonly happen. This happened not too long ago for a lot of people, right? The store owner described a person. That could possibly, or may not possibly, be Michael Brown. The thing was that the store owner didn't really have a, a, work, a good working camera, so we did not know who did it. This and, and from that, this is the reason why people are saying that's why officers need body cameras. I'm a full supporter of that. Um, yeah. It's because they didn't know who was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just, just for example, that's why 
you know, this case, you know, you don't see that many people in the Oprah. Might be some, but for that 16 year old, not that many people wilding out. But what officers tend to do, right, is go off of, you know, somewhere of what that person says. Think about this. In science, our witness testimony is the worst um, is the worst evidence you can have. In science. Yeah. But in the court of law, it's the best. Because what we do know is that our eyes lie, lie to us. That's facts. But did they not prove that he was the one in the store? No. They did not prove that. No. Let me double check. Oh, uh, because last time I checked, it was he wasn't the one in the store. I said I, I'm pretty sure they proved that that he was the one in the store. Um, let's see. Let me check. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right. All right, so, hold on. Okay, so he was there early morning. And he went back there that afternoon. And that was it. And then it say that he robbed the store. It doesn't say that he robbed the store? No, it says, this is what it says. The footage shows Mr. Brown entering the store, Ferguson Market um, and Liquor, shortly after 1 a.m. on the day he died. He approaches the counter, hands over an item that appears to be a small bag, and takes a shopping sack filled with cigarellos. Mr. Brown is shown walks towards the door with a snack, then turn around, handing the cigarellos back across the counter before exiting. That's what happened. He gave, you know, he had the cigarellos, and he put the cigarellos um, across the counter before exiting. Jason Pollock, a documentary filmmaker who acquired the new tape, says the footage challenges the police narrative that Mr. Brown committed a strong arm robbery, robbery when he returned to the store uh, noon that day. Instead, Mr. Pollock believes that the video shows Mr. Brown giving a small bag of marijuana to the store employees and receiving cigarellos in return as a part of a negotiated deal. So it sounds like it was a drug deal that got wrong. And then the person called them in as thieving from the store. And then it just went south from there. So like I said, it was no strong arm robbery. He gave him weed. I guess it was a bad batch of weed. <laughs> it was bad. And I would have said it like that because that's how that's how that sounds inconsiderate. Oh, that made me sound like an asshole. But I guess he gave him some bad weed and the store um, clerk and I'm calling the police. So, like I said, what I'm getting out of this then is if he didn't rob the store, it was a drug deal. Correct? That's correct. That if the guy got a bad batch of weed, he possibly could have called him in as falsely robbing the store and as a cop, you're not going to know if he was falsely robbing or not. Yep. And it just went south from there. It went south so, from there. But we were just talking about uh, if you're going to be drug dealing, if you're going to be thieving, if you're going to be killing, you have to be willing to face the consequences. But but selling drugs, does that, does that equate to you um, getting, I mean, is that, do, do you think that like, that excessive force and, and murder? But 
Did he not have a gun on him? I'm sure they proved that he did have a gun on him, correct? This is this is a girl. I'm I'm one hundred ten percent. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's double check. Because I don't think from that scenario, I don't think I I didn't hear that. I remember. I know there was a big. I know there was a big debate on it. Okay, so uh, so uh, let me let me kind of get an article. Now the thing is, listen to this. Now I gotta be unbiased with this. Now each each news source does have some bias towards it. All right. So before we start quoting everything, everything is biased from CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and yeah, Newsmax. It's yeah. all biased. So they yeah. may they may say he had a gun, and the other one may say he didn't have a gun. He it was it was a gun that was in a ditch that later was found, right? And he had his hands up. So there's a couple of things to take from it. All right. So that's that that that's that's what I'm that's, that's what I'm gonna leave it at that. That that's that's what I hate about our media in today's society is each one is biased, completely biased, because I split back and forth between CNN and Fox. And you get a completely different view. That's why I watch both of them. You get a completely different view from CNN. You get a completely different view from Fox. And you have to take of it what you can and figure out, look up for yourself what the actual facts are. So this is what we're doing now. There's a single media source out there that actually reports everything of that story. No, obviously it's not. Everything everything is biased to your approach because... This is, this, is, this is the thing I have to agree with certain people in regards to media. Media have agendas. It's not about oh, being right. It's about being the first to have a story. Yeah. It's not about, it's just about, so that's that's the thing we have to deal with, right? Newsmax may drop stuff. Y'all heard of Newsmax? Y'all, y'all heard of Newsmax? Nobody? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. No, I've never heard of Newsmax. It's a super conservative news outlet. Oh, man, they're they super conservative. They're like there's some huge Trump, um, Trump against. Like they are, they these guys are on next. Yeah, it's the Young Turks. So you know you have MSNBC. Um, they're the ones where they go against is Fox News. You have Newsmax, and I guess their liberal um, kind of counterpart is the Young Turks. You have CNN, um, who's I don't know who they're. I don't know. CNA goes back and forth sometimes. So I, don't know, I, I quite get confused sometimes. I, I watch CNA quite often because I get a comic out of it. And no, they they are completely liberal. So uh, not all the time, man. Uh, not all the time. It, it, it depends. So so all right. So you have you have let's see who are who's mercy liberal. You have Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, Chris Cuomo. Um, I don't think Wolf Blazer is. But, you know, the point is, the overall point is, is that news outlets have a biased approach. It's more about getting the story fast versus getting the story right. Absolutely. So now we we are at a dilemma in society where if you don't watch the news, you don't read the news, you're um, ill-informed. But if you do watch the news and do read the paper... You're misinformed. So now we're stuck in the two. Right? Yep. And so now it says as the people, 
we're trying to figure out how to maneuver. Well, here it is. This is what we do. We go back. <laughs> this is what you know, this is, this is we're going to have to do. We go back to what I always said. Community policing. This is my plan. I'm not running for president. But this is my plan. <laughs> Community policing. And, and cast for president 2024. <laughs> no, but no, but serious, but serious. Community policing, reason I say community policing is because you cannot say, it, you know, it's a racist thing because this officer lives in the community. Wow. Right? You see what I'm saying? You cannot throw that, that card out. We have more people that's willing to join, join law enforcement and protect the community. Community policing, we should go back to it, one, Cameras, police cameras, two, three, take out these old ass senators, congressmen, kick their ass out of the kick, kick all these motherfuckers out of um, office because these motherfuckers don't do shit. Democrats, Republicans, all that. Yeah, all of them. Like like I said, I don't vibe with my 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 congressmen in South Carolina, Lindsey Graham, Tim Scott, you know. Jim Clyburn, you know, all thing he want to do is give people fish fries every other year, you know. <laughs> but this is what these people do. But we're giving them constant money, and nothing is getting done, right? We want jobs. We want more. This is what people want. People want more jobs, want better paying jobs, right? We want everybody to be treated equal, right? Or we want the government to stop being in everybody's damn business. And, and everybody's damn pocket. And we're also searching for peace. Well, what that, what that comes with it, though, right? That's what I'm saying. It comes with it. When we have the government having drones flying over our fucking heads all the goddamn time with infrared that can look through our damn walls, right, violating our right of privacy, and this is why, and then, and then you know, some people may disagree with me. I have people disagree with me over this, right? I'm for gun rights. People don't like it, but it is what it is. And the reason what you, being... What do you think on gun rights? My thing is this, Right? Being a black person, I don't trust the government. <laughs> it's just, no, but, no. but I work for the government, but I don't trust them. So, so the, the Second Amendment says you have the right to bear arm under, the, you know, under um, a small militia to protect, yeah, to protect your home. Think about this now. This is the reason why a lot of people have guns. So, when the police officers do like have a, you know have a, a bad warrant or not even a good warrant come kicking in your door, you you have the right to let them rouse off. Or if anybody what, kicking your what, door, what, you letting them rouse off. I know I am. You kicking you my door, I'm, I'm letting them things fly. What was your question, Belinda? What do you what do you consider you you emphasize small militia? What do you consider a small militia? Um. Well, like I said, for everybody's different. Me, a small militia is multiple guns. No, militia has nothing to do with guns. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying to me, like everybody's different. So, like for example, constitutional lawyers always argue on the Second Amendment, what it meant and what it's supposed to mean. Originally, it was meant for like local people to gather together to fight against the, the federal government or whatever the case may be. That's what you consider a small militia. You have the right to gather a small militia. Yeah. So, my point on gun rights is, I'm I'm all for it if you want to extend as far as like uh, 
take background checks if you want to push those out and check a little deeper or if you want to do that a little more. I'm 100% okay with it because I think as a law-abiding citizen, the government has no right to take any kind of right away from me as a gun owner. Yes, yeah, you're right. Citizen, now, if yeah. say I'm a felon, say, say I've had violent charges against me, no, I probably shouldn't have a weapon. Right. But there are weapons out there with people that probably shouldn't have them? Absolutely. Because people buy them illegally all That's the time. That's what I was about to say. They make do. They, they, they buy them in parts. And they end up making it. You will never stop that. Never. No. Because never. there will always be those black markets out there you can buy those guns from or gun parts and build your own. You're not going to stop that. But me, as a law-abiding citizen, I don't feel as if my rights should be terminated because of a few bad people. If you want to extend my background check, go ahead. I have a clean background. Check my background. But you don't stop me from buying whatever gun I want. Yeah. And and, and for me, um, well, me, well, I'm Haitian. So I always believe in protecting yourself. I come from a long line of people where, like, you don't fuck with them. Don't come to them with some shit and don't think you won't get your head blown off. So, but then, but then again, we also live in South Carolina too. So, right. That's <laughs> for me. For me, yes. For me, I, I totally believe. Like, you should never take no. Any, any everybody is old and should have the right to protect themselves at any any cost. Because my thing is, is if if the military and police officers have guns, why can't I? Absolutely, you have to be able to defend yourself. I mean, that's how the government, you are there to defend yourself against the government if needed. Exactly. Exactly. And especially if you have a family, too. Like, you both are men. You guys are men of your households. How could you protect your household without having a weapon? There's just, if somebody's intruding, you can't fight them. If they come in guns and blazes with guns, knives, whatever the case may be, you're done. And your family's done. Absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there are things that we need to do. To better this yeah. country and to better the world. Right now, as an Illinois resident, we have probably some of the strictest gun laws here. Really? Absolutely. It's Chicago do it. Yeah, Illinois do have some of the strictest gun laws. Probably, they're probably right next to California and probably some of the strictest gun laws. Oh, really? So what, what makes them strict? So what about it is, is strict? Okay, I, I used to live in Arizona. In Arizona, I could walk into... Say, uh, say a gun store. I could walk into a gun store, and they would do a background check on me. It lasts maybe an hour and a half. Now I don't know how deep they went on that background check. Chances are they didn't go that deep in an hour and a half. I could walk into that store and I could walk out the same day with a gun and ammo. Oh, that's not <laughs> You cannot do that. You have a waiting period, what they consider a cool down period, to buy any kind of weapon. Mm-hmm. Hey, how long is that period? Say, say I was to go buy a, uh, say I was to buy a pistol, handgun. Yeah. I believe for a handgun, I don't quote me on this, but I think it, it is seventy two hours for a handgun. God, and, no. that's a lot. Yeah, you have a wait. That's why me personally, I have not bought a, I, I have a gun, but I have not bought a gun in Illinois because of their waiting periods. When I buy something, I want it then. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 good so much. Man. I don't know what I'm saying to. Also, you have to have a void card. 
at which a FOID card is your right to own a gun. And you have what? a strict background check to get that FOID card. Oh, dog, boy, I do too much over there, boy. I never, I'm never move point. over there. <laughs> Damn. I would say this about South Carolina, man. We do have an open care state. <laughs> it's no yeah. such thing as you, you get a gun today. You, like, we have um, gun shows. People get all kind of weapons here, man. And it's easy. Like, every almost every house I know strapped up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend is very strapped. So, you know, yeah. like, Carolina, yeah. like, you people here don't play no games, man. Yeah. But I feel like, look, like I said, man. There's things that the people wants, and I don't think that we have the right people in power to push these certain things. Like Mitch McConnell, he need to get the hell out. You know, I think we need re- we need a reset of all these senators, congressmen, even the president, and the vice president. Get rid of everybody. Everybody's old as shit. I mean, I, I support our president because I'm an American and I will support our president no matter who he is. But I'm sorry, but he is way too old and there is no way that guy is all there to be our president. Well, I, I've I'm been told y'all him. he's old Captain America. As, as a, <laughs> <laughs> he's on a precipice, man. There needs to be somebody that is current with today's age, not yes. Freaking 70s, 60s. They need to be current with today's society and be running for president. I'm not a Democrat. I'm sure you could probably already tell I'm a Republican. And honestly, my favorite Democrat that was running for president was that Rubio. Rubio? That Marco Rubio, I think was his name. Marco Rubio? No, man. He's a Republican from Florida. Or not. Okay, okay. Take that back. The one from Indiana. What, who is the mayor from Indiana? Um, 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 talking about the gay guy. Um, yes. What's what his name, man? Yeah. Oh, man, I know who he's talking about. Oh, shit, fuck, man. But there, there was a lot of things that he said that, you know what, I'm like, as a Republican, I can relate to that. What about Tulsi Gabbard? You know, that was my girl. That's what I was wrong for. Tulsi Gabbard, the senator from um, Hawaii. This is this is bothering me now. I got to look up and see who that is. Tulsi Gabbard. Name. She's the one who got on Camilla Harris, who exposed her on her debate stage. To those, who, yeah. See, this is the thing. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm about drastic changes. She marks the box on everything. Everybody wants to be diverse. She's a woman. All right. Well, you know, what, so what? She's a woman. All right. She's Hawaiian, so she has, so she, so she got a little color in her. What else? Well, so she was, she's an ex-military. Here are the boxes. Tulsi Gabbard. That was his name. What his name was? P P P P P. Yep, Grudway. Yep. But yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. Look her up. I follow her on social media. <laughs> yeah, God be supporting her. You know, it, it's crazy though. What what this world has, or well, I guess America has changed into. Because I remember when I was younger. I mean, I didn't really pay attention to politics that much, but. There was really a difference between a Democrat and a Republican. They both wanted the same for the people, what was best for them. And nowadays, it's crazy how different views they have. Because and you're either radical right or you're radical left. 
Yeah, it's, yeah it's, there's no in between. Nobody has crazy ever had how a phone works nowadays. You're way one way, or you're way the other way. But think about very extremist there there are points that Democrats make that I can I can somewhat agree with. But there's a lot of points that Republicans make that I'm like, okay, yeah, I agree with a lot more of what they say than what the Democrats say. I mean, like yeah. I said, I mean, but that's that's both. Like for me, all right. This is well known. I'm not no I don't vibe with Trump at all. But he did say couple he did say things that was true and I agree with. And I think I told you this, Raina. When he's when he did about a terror about China, see there you go. There, see, I talk about it all the time. He was I right about goddamn China, right? And do I disagree with what Biden's doing with China? How he's all softening them up and shoulder to shoulder? Yes, because when we do know what China is doing, China is spying on the world. They're trying to overthrow the world. We see what they're doing in um yep. in Jamaica. We see what they're doing in Africa. Yes. We see what they're doing around the world. So there's one thing I do agree with the, the, um, the previous administration on was, you know, trying to put the clamps on China and how we're not, how the current administration is not trying to do that. Okay. Now, now they're trying to defend them. Just, I, we're, we're agreeing on another topic. <laughs> look at that, man. <laughs> but if you listen sometimes, man, I, look, there's certain things I'm, 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 I'm for equality. All around, all across the border, right? But I'm also, but I'm also for being logical and understanding how things move, right? Because I understand we're playing the world game, not just the local nation game. That that's the difference, right? Because we have to understand that Russia is trying to blow us up. <laughs> what you know, what I'm saying we gotta understand that North Korea is always going. North Korea always going to threaten us for life. For some oh, weird yeah. reason, you know, yeah, you know, we should go ahead and just, but I'm not saying online. But, but, um, but we do know how China gets down. That's yeah, what I always yeah. tell people. It's no secret now. We know how China. We just saw how how they did it. Um, when they hacked Sony, we constantly see yeah. what China do. I mean. Look yeah, China, China is fucked up. Fucked up. Against China. Yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, the thing, the thing is, United States is China's bitch. We owe them trillion dollars in debt. Well, other yeah. countries always trillion dollars in bad debt too. So, I mean, yeah. China, China, China. Like I said, man, we gotta watch out for China, man. These motherfuckers, just like a couple years ago when they tried to lower the um their currency yang to overthrow every government, overthrow. I'm mean, not overthrow every government, but to, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Fuck, man. All right, so yeah, they're they're trying to bring their wages down so like everybody can like shop with China. So that's why the tariffs were good, because Chinese was sucking sucking the world dry. Absolutely. And you know we weren't getting nothing back from it. With some fucking washing machines and shit, man. Fuck them. 
<laughs> Chinese people are crazy, man. Chinese people are crazy. Like people, 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 out, people, out, man. I saw it on um on Vlad TV. Think about this concept, man. Chinese people, or let's say Asian Americans, right, or whatever the case may be, will follow black people around the store. When the coronavirus stuff came out, they blame black people for it. They blame the Africans. Yep. Remember yep. this now. But they, when driving them away from the country, driving them away from the country, right? Mm-hmm. They would say all these bad things about black people um, on their news station, on everything. But then we would keep promoting stop the Asian hate. And, and nobody and, says nothing. And as as black females, we shop at their store, we get their we get our nails done at their salon. And they, honestly, if, if it wasn't for black their restaurant uh, the restaurant, if it was not for black dollars, Chinese people would not be making it here. Chinese immigrants will not be making it here. But Chinese people... It ain't just black people. It's black and white, yellow, brown. It don't matter. It's everybody. Look, man, what we need to start doing is this. We need to start doing is we need to start supporting small businesses again. Stop shopping at these damn um, people that's not in our communities at all. Stop supporting these stop supporting these foreign countries. Shut down the mom and pop stores. Yeah, yeah. You know that you know I'm I'm big on supporting businesses. Like I you know, I I tried to little beard oil. Ran a guy in candles, you know, we do our little thing. Um but yeah, go back to supporting small businesses. Right? All these chains who be who be getting all their products from China to wine or all the mother damn stupid ass places. You need to stop supporting them. Because what what does that do? It doesn't pay it doesn't pay the workers that's here. All the jobs in them going to China, because that's where we always yeah. buy our product from. If we open back up the factories here, bring jobs, all the plants back here, at least do what, and I hate doing this, like what um, Columbia did, South Carolina did to bring plants back. So what? Um, what was our governor, Nikki Haley? Nikki Haley gave Amazon a tax break. To bring jobs to West Columbia, so now, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, you know that. See, no. that's okay. I'm gonna stop you right there. I know you're completely against Trump, but that was one thing he did that was smart as hell was being able to bring jobs back to America because he knew if you was to lower taxes on those businesses, that okay, they make billions of dollars, but if you were to lower taxes on them. They're, they will come back to the U.S. And guess what? There's thousands of jobs available then to the U.S. That's why I don't get about the Biden administration is they're wanting to hire the taxes on the rich. I get it. They need to pay their fair share. I got it. But once you hire the taxes on the rich and they own businesses, they're not going to do businesses here in the U.S. no more. They're going to go elsewhere with it to where if you lower the taxes, they're going to keep their business here in the U.S., and guess what? You got more jobs. The economy is going to be booming. Uh, well, that's, that's, that's a double-edged sword. That's double-edged, the thing. That's, 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 right. that's a double-edged sword. Double-edged right. sword. I mean, literally, what you just said agreed with everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that. I mean, like, that's that's what I'm saying. It's a double-edged sword because Amazon didn't play almost nothing in 
taxes while their workers pay more than the company did, more than Jeff Bezos. Well, you got, you got to think. You got to think. That is, that is the tax laws of the U.S. I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that. That is the tax laws. If you're, if you're putting all this money into a business and you're getting this much out of it, yeah, you, you're probably going to be sitting pretty good come tax time. And that's why I don't get the, I don't get why the big ordeal about Trump and his tax return was all about. Whenever he owns a lot of businesses, multi million businesses, and well, all right, we're 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 a lot of his lot multi business multi million dollar businesses. Name them. Name them. I don't know how many businesses he, yes, he don't have that much, man. He didn't get to be a billionaire. Just by sitting on his butt, I can tell you that. No, because he inherited some of his money from his father. All right, so when, when he did do that was smart. Is when he built Trump Tower in New York, and uh, one of the busiest places. Huh? There's a Trump Tower in Chicago. Yeah. So those things make makes money. With his school, his airlines, or his other things. Bankrupt, and what he was smart about was he didn't put those businesses in his name. He put them in a company's name. So, so, so that's why his bankruptcy doesn't affect him. So, Trump, as I mean, you can say he's not a smart businessman, but in reality, he is because he knows how to play the system. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying he's not. I'm, he does. I'm not saying he's a dumb businessman, right? He's probably the smartest business. Honestly, in my in my opinion, like. Someone that is been in politics for their whole life shouldn't be president. We need probably someone like even if it's not Trump, we would need another businessman run for president because they know the ins and outs of how to run a business, and that's what running America is. It's kind of like a business. So what? What if? What if we have a good businessman that's going to run? That's going to run for president. He said he may run for president. I, I don't. In my opinion, I don't think he will. Who, who, who are you talking about? Who? I don't think Trump will run for president. He said he's going to do it. I don't think. I think, I think he will. But, but Lyndon, I see what you're, what you're going with just the whole businessman thing because America is a corporation. The whole country is a completely a complete business. It's a republic. Yeah. Yeah. So I can kind of see where you're coming from. And if, if your business is thriving, America is going to thrive in every sort of way. Give a take. <laughs> but it's like it's it, but but it, it's it's also double edged sword because with Trump, yes, he was a businessman, so he thought running this thing like a business would be a little bit better. And some, you know, and some people say some things got better, but because he wasn't a politician, he missed the mark on some things as well. So I think if maybe someone can have a bit a bit of both, that would be. But phenomenal. that's the thing. you're not going to get a politician that has a bit of both. You're going to get a politician. <laughs> politicians or politics their whole life and here we have an elected president that can barely walk up a set of stairs <laughs> hey man, that, was, that was twice man y'all need to let old Captain America old Steve Rogers go no, no offense against the guy like I said I'm an American I'll support him because if he fails we all fail but I mean at least have a politician up there, a president that can walk up a set of stairs. Cause that's a well, we had um, kind of we had president that didn't even run a country. What his name was um, Roosevelt. That man was in a wheelchair. I wasn't alive in that era. I don't know 
His wife was. His wife and him running the country. He was he was in a coma. Well, that, that's true. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not Biden running the country. It's Kamala Harris. You think so? Absolutely, 100%. How, how, why, do you, why do you feel that way? I feel that way because Biden, and this is me looking at it from the outside, is I don't feel like he's in the right state of mind to run a country. And Kamala Harris, as a younger female woman, and is in the right state of mind, I can guarantee you she's probably the one calling the shots behind the scenes. Because I'm, I'm sorry, Biden, Biden is not in the right state of mind. Absolutely not. And that's why I don't, me personally, I, if, even if Donald Trump runs, I kind of hope he doesn't get it because he's going to be old. And who knows mm-hmm. if he's going to be in the right state of mind in 2024. They said the Rock said he might run. That's why I really does not run. If, 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 if it was me personally and I was picking someone to run for president, I would pick Candace Parker, I think is her name. Candace Parker? Are you Candace Owens? Oh, hell no. Hell I no. Because she is a younger female African-American woman, and she can relate to African-Americans. She can relate to... I don't know about the relationship. She can't relate to us. She can't relate to us. Nah. <laughs> All right. Is she American? No, 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 no. This, this is what Candace Owens does, right? Candace Owens plays to the white conservative mindset, right? And then she acts like, this is what she does, right? She will, before she came to her prominence right now, oh, there's no racism and this is in America. Then why before you came on air, you sue a school for racism? But America is not racist. It seems that every t- when 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 it, when it includes her is racism. When it includes everybody else, it's not. That's why, right? Like I said, like I told you earlier, you will never end racism in America. No matter how much you march, no matter how uh, much you burn, you will never end. Racism. We can we can charge we can charge Candace Owens to the game. I can tell you that much, but I know one somebody everybody loves that say he might run. Everybody loves The Rock. He ain't gonna run. The Rock say he might, man. Think what, about what, it. What, 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 everybody loves The Rock. I bet you he will get. I bet you he will get it though. I don't know. He does. I don't see where he have any credentials, but you know. I'd say what what would he offer to the country? He's a great. He's a good businessman. What what business has he what business has he successfully ran? Um, his brand, probably. honestly, his entire brand. So he 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 has his own um, movie studio. Um, he has his own like his clothing line. He has his drink. Has his own tequila. Um, I've I've never heard of it living in Illinois. Honestly, you never heard of his tequila. I, 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 I've never heard of it either, to be I honest. With you. I'm just, just trying to sell my heart out with a shot of tequila, and I've never been offered anything that's been made real, by The Rock. Real. <laughs> I gotta follow The Rock on social media, man. God, no, man. He had his own little energy drink. Um, oh, I've never, I've never seen his energy drink either. God, man. And I'm, I'm a big entertainer. For real. Y'all gotta follow I, The Rock, I, man. It, 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 I, I do follow him. him. How you follow him and you don't see his stuff? He posts this all the time. Like, it's called Zoe Energy. He has this 
well, I guess, U.S.-wise. Look, The Rock is going to be a perfect president because he'll go to the other world leaders and he'll look down on them like they're some peons. <laughs> he, he could bitch slap Vladimir Putin since Vladimir Putin won't take his shirt off and ride horses and shit. The Rock could take his shirt off and be a, a giant towards him. You know, he goes to China and look at them little small motherfuckers and talk his shit. You know, he's dark enough to go to every, to every country in Africa. I don't know if I can say nothing. He's good. I mean, that, I just think the Rock. What makes you think Candace Owens couldn't do that? Candace Owens taking her shirt off to ride a horse? No, I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm dead. Fuck, but. <laughs> no, uh, what makes you think Candace Owens couldn't do that, though? I mean, she's African American, correct? The, the thing about Candace Owens. What? No, no, no. Is, is she not African American? She is. She is. No, so she's not. She, she said she's not. No, she's, she said she's not. not. She said she's not. What no. Did she say she's she not? said she's American. She's not African American. She's American. Oh, okay. Uh, because we're all Americans, but I, the society considers her an African American. Ah, uh, yeah. Female. Okay. So. Why? Why is it that she can't relate to the African American society, and you think a Caucasian American president, take Joe Biden for instance, can relate to the African American society? Well, we never said that. Now, we, we, we black, the Black Caucus and the Black People of America, <laughs> we got on Joe Biden. We, we just had to pick. We had to choose somebody, and you know, Joe Biden sucker the old people. With that, I'm Uncle Joe. Ugh. Right? <laughs> I mean, that that's pretty much what happened. Regards okay, to Candace well, Owens. Do you think a lot of the African-Americans voted for him because of his running mate? Hell no. Everybody hated Kamala Harris. Motherfuckers still don't like her. <laughs> Motherfuckers still don't like her. <laughs> me, me and Ray had a debate on this show in regards to her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And he was elected vice president. Mm-hmm. So since Barack Obama was elected president, I feel like he was thinking like, okay, well, if I choose an African-American running mate, guess what? I'm going to get president. Gonna win. No, what he did was he put his foot in his mouth. He Joe Biden. He put his foot in his mouth. I watched those debates. He put his foot in his mouth. He literally hammered on him. And I Harris hammered on him. And then he threw me all off whenever he announced Kamala Harris as his running mate. And I'm like, what in the hell? Yeah, yeah. He threw me all because everybody didn't want Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. The thing is, this is why I say he put his foot in his mouth, right? Because he came on national TV. He didn't have to do this. He came on national TV and he said, um, I'm going to have a female vice president. Everybody was like, okay, well, good job, diversity. I'm going to have a minority female vice president. Okay, all all right. It could be in, you know, Tulsa Gabbard. I'm going to have an African-American female vice president. Oh, God, man. Oh, my God. You know, I'm not not saying, oh, my God, because, you know, anything wrong with black women. What I'm saying is it, it forces him to have to choose, a you know, between a small group. That's why what? I, I, I hate the fact that he is, he's literally, okay, I get it. You want your, your cabinet to look like America. I got it. You're trying to promote that. But you know what? If they have terrible views, 
why would you want them in your even a part of your administration? I'm sorry, but if one person disagrees with me completely that is Hispanic, take for instance, but I want my my administration to look like America, why would I want that? I wouldn't want that Hispanic a part of my administration because they have terrible views and I don't agree with anything they say, but you know what? I'm just going to bring them in anyways because I want that vote come 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he got me at was, was him saying that you're not black if you don't vote for me. That's oh, you messed me up. I was like, excuse me? That's where he put his foot in his mouth. I mean, he put his foot in, in his mouth back way back in the 80s with this whole thing saying that black people need to go to uh, um, uh, almost like a concentration camp because we need to be um, rehabilitized. You know, we need to go to a, a rehab center to get our shit together before That's we come back to society. I don't so, understand why anybody even voted for this guy. I mean, well, I they voted for him because I don't. he said that in 1980. But the president oh, said that Mexicans are rapists and terrorists, the African countries and shit host countries, that the Proud Boys, right, the stand by and stand back. So both of the both of the running people were putting their foot in their yeah. mouth. Yeah, they both did. Exactly. And so yeah. here we are. All right, so like I said, who I like, obviously I'm you know, shout out to Tulsi Gobbert. Check her out. Um I'm, I'm gonna check her out. Like I said, I, I I'm not. I'm not biased at all. I'm. I'm open to anything. You know, check check Tulsi Gabbard out. She's a woman. She's a minority, and she's a veteran. Whoop whoop was in the army. Shout out to her. Um. So. Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. She got on Camilla Harris. Yeah, should watch the debate. She called Camilla Harris out on all her shit. Literally, and I was like, damn. Whew, tough one. She's black or Hispanic. No, she's Hawaiian. Oh, okay. She's Hawaiian, man. Yeah, I was stationed in Hawaii. Shout out, okay, shout out Hawaii. I had a friend. I think my oh my home my homeboy ex ex girlfriend stationed over there. Dang, yeah, Brittany. I had a I had a, I had a guy friend that was stationed there for three years too. Damn, Hawaii. Brittany, you should should have did right. You be still you probably would have been married. But yeah, the point is, oh shade shot. Shady. The Little point, shady. the point is, in regards to the presidency, both of the both of the two individuals are old as fuck. We need That's some old. new people. People in the Congress are old as fuck. Jim Clyburn, your old ass. God damn. Nancy <laughs> 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 Pelosi, she's old. She be she be faking sometimes. A lot of times, like she be doing too much. Y'all be first to say that. Um, Mitch McConnell, get the fuck on with your turtleneck. Yeah. Not turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, Mitch McConnell. Everybody gets into Mitch McConnell. He I says no to everything. We, we need somebody in there that would actually push for them turtleneck. That's what we need. But the thing, the good thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what, that's what the fuck we need. We need I mean, two Austin terms. Hawking is probably the majority of America right now that wants those term limits. Like, I'm sorry, but you should not be in politics for that damn long. And you're you're I'm sorry, but you're you're not doing shit. I, I agree with that. People are falling asleep in the voting. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. I think I think that I mean that that's a hundred percent true. I think we need term limits for every office. And even the Supreme Courts. Yeah. Them motherfuckers in there for life. Yeah, for life. Until you die. Until you 
give it up. Yeah. And that's that's terrible because you're not it is you're, you're not you're not represent the thing is the Supreme Court is supposed to everything is supposed to mirror society. If you're there for sixty years, you're not thinking the way that society is thinking and how society no. is moving. We're not progressing as a country if we keep having people Supreme Court people being there for life. No. We're not progressing as a as a as a society in this country if it's that way. Give everybody two terms. Everybody gets two terms. That's it. After your two terms, Supreme Court justice, get the fuck on. I don't give a fuck if you have a pension. Get a life difference package and get the fuck out. Get the pension and keep moving. But all this all this stuff we used to do, like I said, senators, you can't be in there for no damn 50 years, 44 years and do shit. No, two terms, get the fuck on. President, obviously you get two terms, get the fuck on. Um, Supreme Court justices, two terms, get the fuck on. Like, you guys are, like, these motherfuckers go on power trips, right, and try to control everything in the fucking society the way they want it. Fucking Mitch McConnell. Like, he says no to every fucking thing. Jim Clyburn, all thing he does is give us fucking fish fries. Lindsey Graham is a gay guy that, that never wants to come out and admit it, take all our fucking taxpayers' money, and then go tell Trump, I'm going to donate this to your campaign. Like, who the fuck are you? You double-crossing, like, I don't know. But I'm not talking about Illinois right now. We face so much in a pack of smokes in Chicago is the price of that is starting to run down south here in Illinois. And you're paying 10 bucks a pack for a uh, pack of camel blues camels. And I mean, that's, I mean, it's a name brand, but it's not a, like a Marlboro Marlboro. You're paying 11 bucks. I mean, the taxes are so damn high in Illinois. It's unbelievable. Lower the, lower the fucking tax unless you're doing something with that money. Because you motherfuckers ain't doing shit with it, but put it towards your office and buy all these expensive fucking cars. Look, oh, yeah. Given, given all them senators and congressmen in the states. $40,000 raises. Who the fuck are you? Fucking assholes. Damn, that shit pisses me off, man. We be going up a penny in taxes every fucking time we vote. And the roads still look like shit. Still look like fucking shit, man. Look, yeah, 285 still isn't fixed. But the, the, the bridge by my parents' house still isn't fixed. And that's from a flood in fucking 2015, and the Department of Transportation is right there on the main road. But they don't give a fuck about them because it's the poor side of town. That's all I don't give a fuck. Look, these congressmen, these people that have power, they don't give a fuck. Kick their ass out the fucking system. We need some young blood in there. We need to legalize cannabis nationwide. In Illinois, they did. Hang on. I'm out on that. Now, isn't, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that one of the things Biden ran on was trying to legalize cannabis federally? I, th- I thought it was. I thought it is. It is, um, it's legal, it is legal federally. In D.C.? In D.C., it is. Illinois, it is legal in Illinois. But like I said, in some states, I wasn't sure if it's actually legal or not because I didn't think it was legalized. Because it's legal here. It's not legal in South Carolina. Hell no. It's legal, but it's just so the it's argument. Not legalized federally yet. The argument is no, this. The argument is this. The argument is 
And I think that's what people kind of get it. Um, that's why they try to make um, D.C. a state. Um, it's because it's legal in D.C. And so if it's legal in D.C. and D.C. is a federal capital, shouldn't it be, you know, federally legal? But now, you know, it's eventually become legal. Fucking Joe Biden. He fucking lied to me. I'm mad as fuck now. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> God damn. Well, that, that's that goes back on your politicians. They're gonna lie to you. I don't give a. I don't. I mean, I don't, Donald Trump. He wasn't even a politician. But I'm sorry, but he didn't tell the truth all the time either. But as a politician, you're not gonna tell the truth all the time. These, no, at these, all. These, these fuckers, man. This 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 is a shit, man. Motherfucker said he was gonna try to fucking um um do student loan forgiveness. We asked him about it. Months later, like a couple months ago, he said, I don't know if I could do it. Why the fuck you told us you could do it? That's why these college people voted for your stupid ass. Yeah, All right, exactly. for one. And then you talking about legalizing marijuana. And hell, your ass ain't talking about this shit, none of that shit now. Like, what the fuck? Look, man, at least I know one thing about the previous administration. I think this this is what we're too used to. You got too used to four years of the damn president tweeting and telling you what the fuck he about to do. You know, like we got some use of that. I'm gonna tell you right now, in my opinion, though, them them tweeters he was posting. I ain't got a Twitter account, but what he was posting, I mean, he was keeping the society up to date on what he was doing. Yeah, there was a lot of people against it, but I mean, if I can hear it firsthand from the president like that, no matter what kind of forum it's on, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, th- I think we got too used to that. And now, you know, we can't really see what Joe Biden going to tweet about. That motherfucker ain't tweeting about shit, man. Hey, man, we're going to this through the loan shit, man. He probably got someone else running his page. Probably do. Probably do. One thing we do know about um, Trump, President Trump, that motherfucker used him damn Twitter fingers like no like no, like no, no other. He's, oh, man, yeah. He get uh, mad at North Korea. He, he is. Yo, he talk big he shit. like a it was lit, though. Like I said, I mean, that's why it kind of irked a lot of people off that they shut his tweeter down because that was his way of communicating with the people, like, without anything being messed with. I mean, if if he wanted to put something out before he did it, he was going to. And that's what the American people like. There's a lot of people that love that. Well, I want to know what's going on with the damn student loan forgiveness because uh, I was looking forward to that. I'm a government employee, motherfucker. Go ahead and forgive that shit, man. Shit. All right, all right. Give it to the But, all right, we're going to know about a little time. But, hey, man, thanks for coming on the show, man. You're welcome yeah, to come anytime. So hey, I appreciate it. I'm glad you had me on, and I'll do it anytime. You just let me know. All right, that's cool. Yeah. And um, All right. my listeners, thank y'all for listening. Um, you know, obviously, you find us on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, shit. And, all, and every and other day. Yeah, every, yeah, we're everywhere. This is the podcast. We're here. And I hope that this conversation with people know that you can from the opposite ends of beliefs to still sit down and have an educational and very um, thoughtful conversation without anybody getting angry and anybody getting, uh, you know, cussed the fuck out. So I hope that everyone kind of learns from this and knowing that though we may think differently, we, there's even ways where we just found out the three of us have 
a common denominator of things that we don't like. That's true. China. Hey, so, <laughs> goddamn China. They're not agreeing with anything. I mean, I agree with a lot of stuff. So, I mean, like I said, it was great talking to you guys. And I, like I said, I'd, I'd come on here anytime. All right. You're more than welcome. <laughs> All right. As well, make sure y'all follow us on social media. And we're out. We're out. <laughs>